to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, your local business community resource. My name is Denise Heidel. Not only do I serve as your podcast host, but I'm also the executive director of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of the Chamber, thank you for listening and for your support of the Chamber business community. Hi, everybody. This is Denise Heidel, and I'm your host for the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. And today, I am joined by Ned Erickson with the Winston-Salem Fellows. Ned, thanks so much for being with me today. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks, Denise, for having me. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to recognize one of our sponsors, Marzano Capital Group. Hi, this is Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and partner at Marzano Capital Group in Clemens. We are privileged to serve this great community, and we strive to help our clients by building wealth management plans tailored to their specific goals. Consistent client communication is the cornerstone of our process, and we hope to add value to your financial planning needs. Once again, thank you to Marzano Capital Group for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. Great. So, the Winston-Salem Fellows. I know a lot of people wonder what it is, and I think it's like one of the coolest ideas and coolest projects I've ever heard of. So, um, and I think you were the one who was instrumental in bringing it to Winston-Salem. So will you tell us a little bit about what the Fellows program is? Yeah, I mean, I could tell you the origin story. It's It uh, happened oh, about nine years ago. I was working with some Wake Forest students who are graduating from college and we're in a very similar boat where that a lot of college students are nowadays um, where they've had a great education but that bridge that transition into adult life was pretty challenging and for those of you listening you probably can think back to a time in your life where you were transitioning out of college and you understand how challenging of a time it is well these students uh were thinking about doing a fellows program. There's about 30 of these in the country. At the time, there were about 12. And they were thinking about moving to the DC area or the the Charlotte area to do one of these programs, which is a basically a one-year program that helps people launch their careers. And and so I I left that meeting going, Dag Burnett, if we just had a program here in Winston-Salem, I could work with some students like this and um, wouldn't have to say goodbye to them. So I marched into a, a business uh, friend of mine, his office, and just told him, hey, we need to start a fellows program here in Winston-Salem. And I described what that was because he hadn't heard of it. And he looked at me and said, you know, Ned, that's a great idea. Why don't you do it? And I... um. I looked at him and, and, and I said, you know, I, I wasn't planning on doing it, but you know, I, at the very least I'll try to get one started. And that was about a year process. And again, about a year later, I had built a board of folks who were committed to doing this and they all turned on me and said, Ned, you do it. And I, um, wasn't particularly looking for a career change, but one thing led to another, and I've been the executive director, and I'm now the co-director of the Winston-Salem Fellows Program. We're celebrating our seventh cohort of fellows, so that's how we started, um, and it's been one of the most impactful experiences of my life. 
Well, I, I think it's an incredible organization. And I mean, and you talked about your co-director, um, Hef Turner is not with us today, but she's a rock star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And between the two of you, you guys have just done a phenomenal job with the Winston-Salem Fellows. I was really just introduced to the program about almost a year ago myself. And just immediately just fell in love with the concept of it because I like you said, it's that bridge and it's almost like that gap year between college and career and um, really have enjoyed partnering with you guys and working with you guys. And for those who don't know, the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce, we have a fellow of our very own thanks to this program. So we are big, big fans. So thanks for all your efforts. So let's let's start and because there's two ways to be involved okay you know the chamber is involved as a business employer um but also there's also the fellows themselves so let's start with the fellows because you know it is called the winston-salem fellows um how are they chosen walk us through the process yeah so um to, to take a step back i i um i think what we try to accomplish during this one year program it's very intentional um, and part of it is that adulting, um, you know, those things like budgeting, personal finance, um, how to thoughtfully think about the skills and gifts you have and apply them to a potential career. Um, we do that in community. So they all live together um, for the year. Um, and then we, we um, connect them to a job that is in their particular um, field of interest. Um, and that could be pretty broad or that could be very narrow, depending on the fellow. Um, and what we do is we, we've created a very intentional, um, structured program of really how to be a healthy human. Um, so every week we have a, a community meal where we get together, we connect, you look people in the eye and make sure you, they understand and you understand that they're doing okay. And if they're not doing okay, we care for each other. Um, every week we have a leader lunch where we have a different community um, members share their story of how they kind of figured out who they are and and what that looks like. We need to get you, Denise, to do a leader lunch for us. You'd be great. <laughs> oh, um, well, thank you. We are um, we are faith based, and so part of what we we try to help our fellows understand is how to integrate their faith with their work. Um, uh, we believe that work is important, but it's not the most important or even the whole the whole part of who, what makes us human. And so part of, part of what we, we try to help our fellows understand is how to think of their whole life and how to integrate it um, in terms of who they spend time with, how they spend their, how they spend their time and what they get connected to. There is a service component. So our fellows do volunteer in the community. We, we serve uh, in various capacities over 3,000 hours of community service throughout the program. And then on Fridays, we have classes where the fellows actually learn um, leadership principles and professionalism. We do adulting classes and we do some spiritual formation with them. So um, the program is very, is very full. Um, it's a full-time experience. Um, but uh the way we choose our fellows um, to answer that question is we're really looking for um, those hungry, humble, teachable um, men and women who, who are men and women of integrity and character. 
and would want to do a program like this because they want to grow um, professionally, individually, and get a, what we call a compass for their life. Um, you know, the crazy thing about, um, and you, you in the business community understand this, 10 years from now, the job that you have probably doesn't even exist yet. And so for many of these fellows, they're entering into a world where things are changing at such an incredible clip. But if you can learn your mission, if you can learn like what makes you tick and what that looks like in terms of vocation, like my, my mission is to help people discover and become the men and women they were created to be. Um, I may be doing that as a fellows director five years from now. I hope so, but I might not, but I do know this. I will be helping people discover and become the men and women they were created to be, whether that's with this organization or something else. I figured that out. And can you imagine as a 22 year old, if you can figure that out for yourself, um, how much of an advantage that will be looking, looking and growing forward as you navigate this ever-changing um, vocational career climate that we're living in. Oh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I know when when I interviewed Thomas, who is the fellow that works for the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce, when I interviewed him and, you know, we were talking, you know, he shared with me, he was really honest. He said, I really just don't know what I want to do yet long term. And and I, I told him, I said, I really don't think it's reasonable or necessarily fair to expect an 18 to 20 year old to be able to make that decision. I was in my 40s before I began to understand really what I want to be when I grow up. So, you know, it's, I think more, more of the rare situation when a 20 something year old can really say for the rest of my life, I want to be doing this kind of work. And so what I do love about the program is that it does give that, that healthy um, guided window for these 20 somethings to start really mulling that over and figuring it out um, and it just gives them an advantage over where I was. Like I said, I was in my forties before I figured it out. So um, y'all are doing a great work. Well, thank you. And our fellas, um, it is fun to watch just in one year, the transformation that can happen. Um, it's been such a rewarding experience and they actually come from all over the country to do this program. So, um, Thomas comes from the Charlotte area. We've had fellows as far away as as uh, Lima, Peru, we had one from last year. Uh, we have folks from the West Coast and the Chicago area. And um, that's been one of the cool parts of our program is the recruiting power that we've been able to experience of drawing people to this this city, which um, you know isn't um, isn't like a DC that or a Atlanta where people are just trying to get to. Um, but when they get here, they actually discover that this is a great place to live. And right. that's been a fun, a fun secondary um, impact that we've had in this city. Right. Well, and I mean, I know, like, let's talk about last year's class. Luke Hoffman is the one I've probably worked with the most out of last year's class. And, you know, he's now with the, um, oh, goodness, I'm going to draw a blank on the name of the organization he works for, the um, the nonprofit where they're helping small businesses make decisions about transitioning and employment um, purchase power. And I just think that's a wonderful um, program that he's involved with. 
but that, you know, he started in the fellows and he's got this passion and he's really, you know, starting to get connected with the business community here and he stayed local. I don't remember if he was from here or not, but. Um, um, no, he's, he, um he's from the Maryland area, but yeah, he's, he, um he's a great example of someone who, you know, really got connected um, to some great people. Um, his employer, he actually worked for Forsyth Government, introduced him to this nonprofit and um, got him this got him this career job. And he, uh, yeah, he actually got married this summer as well. So it's fun to um, to watch this young, new, um, dynamic couple make a difference in this community. Um, we're about um, I think we're at 79% of our fellows actually stay in the Winston-Salem community at yeah. least one year after the program. Um, several leave uh, for graduate programs and things of that sort. And one statistic I actually monitor is, um, is even if you do leave, would you consider Winston-Salem as a potential place to live long-term? And almost everybody, um, 97% of our fellows have indicated that just because of this program, they've got so connected that they would consider this place as a place to live long-term. So that's, that's a, that's pretty impressive. It is. And it, it, it speaks of the community too, because we do live in an awesome community. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so with, with the fellows and the application process, when do, when can somebody start applying? Yeah, we, uh, we actually had an interview this morning. So oh, wow. we, um, we we are a small program. We intentionally take uh, about twelve fellows a year, and we do that on purpose um, because we really believe that we want to go deep and not broad. So it's um, it's really important to us that we have a small cohort that we can really pour into and invest. And I use the I use the analogy of of um, if you if you were offered a million dollars today, or the option of taking a penny today, but that penny doubles every day for thirty days, um, which one would you take? And you can probably guess it's probably the penny, even though it doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. um, because in thirty days that one penny turns into ten million. And I, well, we've really and we've actually discovered this in the seven years that we've been in as an organization the ripple effects of, of pouring into just a few people and them learning the, learning the lesson of how to pour into others, mm -hmm. the ripple effects of that have just been just out of this world. And um, I, th I think, uh, and I, I worked for an organization where we, we um, impacted thousands every year. And in, in many, in many ways, I think this has been, more impactful because of that depth and not breadth. It reminds me of that book, um, The Compound Effect. Did you ever read that? No, but I mean, I can kind of figure out. <laughs> right. right. So it's almost like watching the Wisdom Salem Fellows is is basically putting that book in action. It's it's a quick read. I recommend it. Um, I can't remember the name of the author off the top of my head because I can't remember anything apparently right now during this call. But um but anyway, but yeah, it's it's a very 
quick book to read and it's very powerful and impactful and exactly what you're talking about here. So, so the, the fellows, I know you said you had an interview this morning. Um, how long are you accepting applications? Uh, we, we um, accept applications so we get full. Um, but uh, I would say we typically get a few in the fall. There's a big chunk of applications we get in that Christmas time where a lot of seniors are, you know, for the first time kind of, um, fin you know, finished their first semester. Now they're like, oh, geez, I've got to like graduate. And now I don't, don't know what I'm going to do. So we usually get a, a bunch right in that Jan early January time. And then and then typically throughout the spring, we'll we'll have some more applicants. Um, we tend to see about four applications for every fellow that we we bring into the program. Um, and a lot of that's um, <clears throat> us really trying to discern who's supposed to be here. It's, it isn't necessarily, oh, this person's got the highest GPA or this person's got all these extracurriculars. In some ways, we're looking for those intangibles. Um, I just, I, you know, I've I've um, I've led organizations. I've been, I've done business, and it's really that that um, X factor of hunger and and work ethic that um, that we're really looking for. Um, sometimes, um, I I, just, I love diamonds in the rough, you know, and and uh, so one of the things I particularly it's hard to find that, but our interview process is pretty extensive. It actually takes multiple days, um, usually 24 hours of actually being here in person. And, and we do that very intentionally. I mean, we've got to live with these people. So we don't want, um, we don't want to just take a chance, but um, in some ways we do take a lot of chances just because we have a heart for um, seeing people who uh, might need um, a program like this to kind of get to where they would want to would never get on their own so that's probably the thing i take most pride in and you have a lot of alumni participation throughout the program don't you yeah um actually in the interview today we had two of our alumni as, as interviewers um that's awesome and yeah I, and one thing we've learned and i really want to encourage organizations or businesses take um really listen to you're 20 somethings. They have a lot to, they have a lot to share. And, you know, we've brought fellow, former fellows to be board members. Um, I think some, some great board members are 20 somethings. And so uh, that's something, a little piece of advice I'd give you. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting now that, now that we've had several uh, classes of fellows, um, often they live together after the program. Um, they help each other find jobs. They, um, sometimes there's love that's kindled. Um, we've had all kinds of things. So it's, it's been really rich, um, to watch, um, these fellows make an impact. And, and in many ways they connect more than they connect with Hef and I We're we're often out the last to know some things because they've just gotten so connected to the Winston-Salem community. Well, you, you spoke about um, businesses and, and that's great advice, but how can businesses get involved? I mean, I know like when I went to our HR committee, 
and pitched the idea of working with you guys. I mean, of course, I had to kind of explain what the Winston-Salem fellows were and um, our um, the head of our HR committee and I, we met with Hef to you know, basically make sure we were all on the same page. And but, you know, our our board has been just completely supportive of being involved with the program. So I know how I went about it, but can you explain how businesses who are interested in working with a fellow, how, how can they get started with you? Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, yeah. If I was a, if I was a business owner, I would definitely <clears throat> want to um, connect with us. Uh, you know, in, in many ways. Um, so a lot of my, my business friends, you know, really struggle recruiting people, you know, um, they're kind of stuck with Indeed and stuck with um, these platforms, um, and they don't have the budget to hire people uh, to go recruit. And so in many ways, I think you can think of the fellows as an extension of your recruiting arm. And and because we're out in the community, we've got connections um, to colleges and universities and potential employees. And so I, I love filling that role. Um we don't do, we don't require finders fees or anything, you know, so um, it's a great way to, to recruit. Um, and then we also, um, you know, find these fellows who are just incredible employees. And um, we ask them to, we ask employers to employ them for about, about 28 hours a week. So three and a half days. Um, so we're right under that threshold where you, um, you can still pay them by the hour and they don't kind of hit that benefit threshold. Uh, we do that on purpose to, to give our employers a, an opportunity to, to get a quality candidate kind of under market value. Um, and you can almost consider it like a 10 month job interview. Um, a lot of our employees, employers um, think of this as their version of their management training program where they will hire somebody as a fellow and um, it give them lots of experiences so that they can find the right fit and then offer them a job. And several of our fellows have, have found, uh, are, are still working for companies that they were fellows for. Um, we also can solve for that challenging um, spot for, this isn't an, an internship necessarily, but it is that entry level job sometimes that, um, you know, you don't want it to just be a filler. You want it, you, you have work for them to do, and it's really important. Um, and we can we can provide that opportunity. And it's you don't have the um, the pressure of of hiring that that fellow after a year. So so that's also kind of a plus. Um, the easiest way to to um, start that process is really just to uh, contact. Hef Turner or me, um, you can go to our website, wsfellows.com. There's a contact tab. You can, you can find our information there. And we, we love having a pool of potential employers that really helps us when we're recruiting. Um, the fellow we, the potential fellow we, we interviewed today has a very unique, um, skill set. And so it'll be, um, It'll be very interesting. Uh, we've never had a fellow with this skill set, so we'll need a new employer that we've never had before. Um, to, well, I'm intrigued. So when we get done, uh, we got to circle back to this conversation. Yeah, so, I want to know what it is. Uh, <laughs> so we really do begin with the fellow because it is 
it's important that we get them an opportunity that fits with their needs. Um, and we wouldn't want to ever put a fellow in a job that, you know, where, where the company wouldn't benefit either, you know, so we're not doing anybody a favor, if, favor, if we do that. Um, so we, we, we begin with a fellow. Um, and then what we do is we, uh, we arrange the marriage, so to speak. We, um, and we, we allow the employer to interview them, vet them, go through their whole onboarding process. So it becomes a real hire. Um, and that's for the fellow. Um, they need to go through that experience. And that also is for the, the employer because we want you to have skin in the game. And we also um, want you to have confidence that you're hiring somebody you, you want. So, um, but we'll, we do most of the legwork. We get you 90% of the way there. Right. Well, that was one of the things um, that I really liked as well, because, you know, I, I think sometimes hiring for a part-time position can be a little bit challenging um, more than necessarily hiring for a full-time position. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the fact that the fellows that, you know, I talked to you guys about were already pre-vetted. They had already gone through your process before they got to me. I, I did view that as part of the um, a benefit for me is it took some pressure off of me. I, I, you know, I trust, you know, Ned and Hef, they both, you know, vouch for this candidate. They've um, gone through and done a lot of the legwork and it, uh, it made it a lot easier, I thought as well. So and the, the fellows actually pay a tuition to be part of the program. Yeah. Um, and this community has been very generous as well. So we do part of our, about a third of our, our budget comes from private donations. And that really helps because like you said, Denise, our fellows get paid a part-time wage, but we provide housing for them. We provide programming for them. We provide a lot of meals for them. And so they're actually able to save money over the course of the year. And, and because we take some of those, those expenses off the table for them for the year. Yeah. Well, it's been a great experience for me. I've, I know that at our, at the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce, a lot of people have been very intrigued and very interested. So I won't be surprised if you have some other employers coming from, from our chamber who might contact you about, about getting involved with you guys in the future. So let's, let's talk about long-term benefits of both um, participation and partnerships. And we've already, we've already touched on some of these, but what have we not talked about? For long-term benefits. Yeah, well, you know, some of the things I, I'm proud of is the, um, this is pretty cool. Um, we've, we counted one year how many connections that we make for fellows and it's over 200. So wow. can you imagine a 22 year old being uh, connected to over 200 of the movers and shakers of a community and what that kind of network could do for you. But one of the interesting things is it, it's worked the other way because the fellas, um, we, we actually uh, connect um, with churches. So that's part of the program too. And our footprint really is citywide. And so those 200 individuals that connect to the fellows, a lot of them haven't even met each other. And so through the fellows, there has been a lot of synergies and what we, what we've really become is this, um, a network of folks who are really connected and uh, that just keeps growing and growing and growing. Denise, you've been a great example of that. You know, we connected 
um, to you through a friend. And now you're connecting us to other people. Um, and that's what's happening. It's these ripples. Um, so that's one thing that um, has been really amazing to watch. Uh, I think a second big impact um, is that we've, through this program, because of the businesses, we've the jobs we've created, the people we've brought in, um, we've calculated that we've brought in about three quarters of a million dollars of, of revenue into the city um, through this program. So I, I would say within probably a year and a half, we'll hit that million dollar mark of, of new revenue coming into the city. Um, and that's, that's pretty incredible too, from a small organization. Oh. Um, well, especially, yeah, a, a small organization and a nonprofit at that. So that's really phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's, a. Uh, you know, that's revenue to the city, not to the fellows program. No, no, no. I, I don't realize that. I'm just saying. But, that uh, yeah, it's maybe I should capture some of that, but <laughs> I've, I've, I've never accomplished that part. But uh, it's uh, that's been really fun. I think the the thing that I'm most proud of um, is the fellows. You know, the fellows are these dynamic, incredible young individuals. And every year we just hear incredible stories as our alumni continue to become, um, live into that call that they have. Um, I'll, I'll brag on one, um, fellow who, um, through the fellows program discovered she really, um, she really wanted to join the coast guard. And so she ended up pivoting, um, into the coast guard and she's now, I'm going to mess up her, her job title. Cause it keeps changing. Um, she's a, I think a commander, I think it's called a commander and just got restationed to DC. Um, and is, um, has just made such an impact in this, in this, the country, um, be through just this little year where she got to spend some time really thinking about what, who she was and what she was put on this planet to do. And, um, I'm so proud of her. Um, and Christine, if you hear this, I'm so proud of you. Um, but I could tell you, I could tell you 80 stories like that of, of folks who, um, you know, it's not just professions, it's, it's the quality of people that they are. Um, and I, I really am proud of, of that impact. Um, 51% of them are still living here in Winston-Salem. So over half of our fellows, have actually planted roots here and, and stayed permanently. Um, and so that's, that's been really fun too. Um, yeah, y'all are doing a great job. You've got lots to be proud of. So if, if somebody's interested in working with you for uh, a fellowship, I know the program starts in August and ends in mid-May. Um, is that correct? Yes. Okay. So if somebody were interested in hiring a fellow, how soon do they need to get in touch with you? What, what would the timetable be? Yeah. Um, I mean, we are always, we are always talking to potential employers, so there's no, no time that's too soon. Um, and again, what we, what we do is we don't necessarily make promises because we really want to make sure that we have the right fit, but we will promise we can give you is if we have a potential candidate that would fit your needs, um, we will introduce them to you. And, um, typically we, um, we, we do it fellow by fellow. So you're not necessarily competing against others 
for a fellow. Um, there's a lot of prayer goes into this, a lot of thought. Uh, we, we really are very mindful um, of our, of our job connections. And, and so uh, that, that's a promise we can give you as a potential employer. Um, you know, our hope is that our fellows would decide to become a, a part of this program and would have, would know what job they're going to have by the time they walk across the stage when they graduate. So usually in the spring, we, we have these conversations with potential employers. Sometimes it does take into the summer. I know a lot of employers don't necessarily know <laughs> their, uh, where they are in terms of hiring um, six months out. And so we understand that as well. And, and so it's, it's important that we are, are, you know, play on your timetable as well as ours. And so, um, that's, we've, we've typically been successful. Um, I would say, I can't even think of a time where the timing just didn't work out. Uh, well, I can think of a couple of times, but, um, generally speaking, it's more of a conversation than anything. And, and um, we will do everything we can to to be a great partner with you. Hi, we're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to hear a message from Kristen Norton with Well-Balanced Nutrition. Hey, it's nutrition coach Kristen from Well-Balanced Nutrition. I wanted to stop by and say, if you have a love-hate relationship with food, we need to talk. I mean, you love all the delicious sweets and treats this time of year, but you hate how your clothes are fitting just a little too tight lately. Before you even think about starting a diet, let us save you time, money, and your sanity. Our team of registered dietitians will help you understand your nutrition needs, implement mindful eating strategies, and offer personal and practical advice so you can feel good inside and out without the crazy food rules or restriction. Well-Balanced Nutrition provides one-on-one nutrition coaching that may even be covered by your insurance plan. For more information or to get started today, visit wellbalancednutrition.com. Thank you for your continued support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. Now let's get back to this episode. Well, thank you so much, Ned, for coming on today to talk about the Winston-Salem Fellows. I'm excited about um, where you guys are and where things are going, and I'm just, just thrilled that the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce has been able to link arms with you and and be a partner with you in this. So um, thanks again for coming on today. Well, Denise, uh, thank you as well for giving us this opportunity. Uh, Maybe another time you can interview Hef because she really is, like you said, the rock star. Well, you are too. Okay. That was not (laughs) one or the other that you both are. I mean, your reputation um, I was actually really intimidated about meeting you the first time because your reputation is legendary out here. <laughs> so, everybody knows Ned. Uh, well, now you know the truth. It's all it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. So, uh, well, um, and please and say hi to Thomas for me. And I sure will. He said hello to you too. So I will. Uh, I look forward to getting out to the chamber out there again um, sometime soon. Great. Well, we'll look forward to having you. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. Thanks again for listening and be sure to subscribe. We'll catch you next week at Tuesday when we drop another episode. Until then, have a great day. 
Once again, thank you for listening to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. The Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce is a member-focused business community. I invite you to learn more about the Chamber by visiting our website, louisville-clemens.com. And while we're in the world of audio, it's time for the fine print. Everyone has an opinion, but in this case, the views and the opinions stated in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors. So now that you've been appropriately advised, let me remind you that this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of the Louisville Clements Chamber of Commerce.